I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the latest Same Old Arsenal podcast. Me, Suburban Guna Chris, joining you as always for our summer series, One In, One Out, One Bangs. And this is episode six, and I have another couple of absolutely fabulous guests, a couple of mates, a couple of guys who I've shared a glass with uh, at football once or twice, and so I wanted to get them on, uh, certainly to give their takes on uh who they really want in, who they really want out, and who they really think is going to smash it this season. Um, if you've got any questions for both of my guests, and I'll introduce them in a second, please whack them in the chat um, and say hello in the comments as well. It'd be lovely to uh, get some of you people waving at us and saying how much of a wonderful time you're having. Or if you think I'm just a terror present presenter, you can do that as well. Um, let's introduce our guests, shall we, before I give them the uh, the concept. Um, I've got to my right of the screen, it's Ben Leader. How are you doing, sir? Hello, mate. How are you? I'm absolutely fantastic. Thank you for having me on, mate. Really, really appreciate it. How many levels are fantastic? Because Ben, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, he is an, inter in, is an inspirational, motivational speaker. So how many levels of fantastic are you today, my boy? We're currently on three out of ten. So let's see if we can get up to that, like, ten out of ten at the end. <laughs> All right, let's see, let's see. And uh, joining me as well as Ben tonight for this uh, session is uh, Was Arsenal Was on Twitter. Was, how are you doing, my man? I'm good, buddy. It's been a long time, too long, some might say, but um, I'm trying to consume as many sports as I can to keep me occupied during this this sort of downtime. But we're sort of back tomorrow, and we've got a bit of football back in the action. So I'm, I'm itching, mate. I can't wait to be honest. And ironically, I think last time we shared a glass was at at a Wembley. Um, Pre Wembley, weren't it? Yeah, a little bit of an aside. Ago. Will you be? Uh, will you be partaking the old JJ Moons? JJ Moons is a distinct possibility. Ooh, well, <laughs> I, I think that might well be a choice of. Um, yeah, oh, I haven't Maybe fully decided yet. But cross, I'll be with uh, Giles and uh, for those of you who know Giles, uh, I'm going to try and get on the show, Giles and uh, Mr. Seeger, as usual. So uh, maybe we will, we will see you. And if you are going to the uh, to the community show, then please 
feel free to come to our JJ Moons, buy Was and I a drink. We will be more than happy to accept and oblige that. Um, right, let's get into the premise of today. And today's uh, the concept of this summer series is one in, one out, one bangs. So you two lovely gentlemen, my guests, have um, been granted two wishes and just an opinion from Mikel Arteta. You have saved one of his children from the sea in San Sebastian. And he has said, lads, I can't thank you enough. So I'm going to grant you two wishes. You can have one wish, which is you can have any player you want. Now, it's up to you how you go, because as I've said uh, last week, this is, as I said, episode six. We've had some random ones like Erling Haaland and Harry Kane, which I don't think got uh, got too much in the chat. We've uh, we've had some realistic ones such as, uh, well, is Flavic realistic? Maybe Ivan Tony. I don't know. Um, we've had some interesting left of field ones uh, like uh, Jared Bowen. That's what we had last week with Kevin. Um so, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what these uh, these lads have as their choices. Um, let's kick it straight off. I was going to talk a little bit about maybe a Durian Timber or actually let's do that before we get into the one in one bangs, um, because we uh, we haven't had any confirmation yet. But I'm not I wouldn't surprise me whatsoever if during the, the during the sequence of this podcast, something gets announced and we have to stop everything and start talking about him. But let's get that out of the way first, just in case it happens. I'm going to start with you, Ben. Um, just some initial thoughts. Let's not do Declan Rice because I think everyone's done that to death. But just some initial thoughts, minute or so about Durian Timber. How excited are you? I'm actually very excited. I've never seen him play, so I'm not going to pretend I've, I know much about him. I've read articles, seen bits and pieces and a lot of kind of people in the know in terms of kind of Dutch football said technically he's absolutely brilliant. He's on that level of kind of like where Martinez is. And obviously what we've seen with him at Man United has been absolutely fantastic. And um, technically wise, if he can be anywhere near him, um, hopefully with a bit of time, he can build up that kind of physical presence. So I think it's going to be great to have an, another kind of lad like that, of that quality, like in, in our defence, because I'm really, really interested to see where he's ultimately going to be fielded. Um, but I think it's so important now that we're putting pressure on some of those guys. So it's not about relaxing. It's about how can we actually take them to a whole new level. And I think um, that sort of move is exactly what we need. Nice. Was you excited or are you a bit meh about this one? No, extremely exciting, mate. I think for me, the most the most exciting point of it all is we're now at the stage where we're not signing backups. We are progressing the level of the squad. We're raising the level of the squad. These are serious footballers that are coming to join us. And, and I think as fans, we're going to have to get used to not expecting the new boy to start every week. It, it's going to be a process where I think Arteta's only down for over the last couple of years, we've all seen it, squad rotation. And I think that goes down to the lack of trust. And now we are, we're not signing backup footballers. We are signing serious, serious talented footballers that become a rotation. And I think that's the, um, and they're all multi-skilled that, you know, you, you, during Timber, you touched on it there. I mean, his, his ball playing ability is absolutely fantastic. It's, it's exciting for me to see these kind of players being added because it, it's no longer where we're filling gaps. We are now progressing and, and that, we're going to end up going from having 14, 15 reliable players to, to 19, 20. And that is where we really, really start competing. And I do think this summer is the one where we've flicked that switch and, and the level of the squad really is being raised rapidly. So um, it's exciting. And I do happen to think that we've um, made major investments. And I do think there's a couple more positions that we will make major investments in either January or the summer. But we are close, really, to having a, a, a solid settled balanced squad and the last thing quickly is so nice to have these players integrated into a settled balanced team because how many years do we go in 
regardless of when we sign someone this year, I'm not concerned because they're dropping into the system. They're dropping into the balanced position. There's no rush. There's no, like, we need to hit the ground running. We are in a really good place, mate. So, someone like Timber, this is why we're the employer of choice, aren't we? Team players want to play for us again. So, it's exciting, mate. It really is exciting times. Yeah. I think that's from my perspective. In my own head, there's a little bit of a mindset shift that I'm going through at the moment because I I saw that link with Timber and my thought was, well, hold on a second. We've got Tommy Asu. We've got Ben White. We've got, you know, and people are saying, but like, well... You can play Tommy Asso at left back. We talked about this online. Was I'm not too convinced about Tommy Asso at left back. I think he's a decent enough player uh, for us, but I'm not convinced with him as a as a left back. And so I was thinking to myself, why are we why are we spending 40 million euros or 34 million quid on this this arguably very very good player, but in positions where we're already stacked? But it's about raising that level, and it's yeah. it's time to just discard the favourites. Yeah, if you've got certain and it's hard. in the squad, and just it's, keep... it's, it's hard yeah, though, it's mate. Really isn't it? It's hard. It is hard, but it's, that's where you got to try and take the emotion out of the situation, and that's where the top managers manage to do that. And then they keep everyone invested, they keep everyone on side, and they keep everyone involved in the squad. And and that's what he's clearly done very well by sort of finding out the personalities, getting rid of them, and 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 we've revamped, and we're we're now at the stage where the base layer is completely there. We've got some serious footballers, and we're now adding the um, the cherries. Basically. Yeah, it's quite exciting. It's quite exciting. So let's get into the fun part. Let's get into the hypothetical uh, world. And Ben, um, Mikel Arteta is absolutely delighted that you've saved uh, wee little Arteta from uh, from those high tides in uh, in San Sebastian. And he said, go on then, tell me who you want me to go out and get. Because Stan Kroenke's just written me a blank, sorry, Josh, Stan, whoever it is, uh, has just written me a, a blank check. So let's have your first, uh, let's have your first one for the show, which is your one in. My one in, I sort of automatically when I was thinking about this, I went to like complete fantasy, but it's just because I saw him recently um, at a game and he was absolutely fantastic, would be Evan Ferguson. Um, I think it would be a great time to kind of pounce because I think kind of in a couple of seasons' time, everyone's going to be kind of looking for a centre forward. And if, if we could jump the gun on that, um, I think he's exactly the type of guy that we need that could kind of um, be that guy at the front that offers something like a little bit different. And I think that's going to be exciting this year to go off tangent a little bit is that we're going to see how everyone can fit in. But I kind of like the idea of having one piece that's kind of fixed and everything else kind of moving around it. So I think it would be um, to try and jump the gun, but also having someone that is actually really talented up in that centre forward goal who's going to be able to score lots of goals. And I think that's our our next target is how can we get to that kind of 100 goal mark so for me it'd be bringing in a guy that I think we could really develop yeah nice I like that and we again we had that one last week and he's a player that I don't really know a lot about but I saw him when uh when we when we were at the Emirates and I thought he looks good he looks very good so quite uh quite pleased with that. and was you're a man who loves a little bit of a scouting he loves a little bit of an internet scout um, do you know much about Ferguson got any thoughts on that I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Yeah, he's seriously talented footballer. Seriously talented footballer. Ben makes great points there about picking him up, beating the market, you know. And it's, it's something that, although we are now in a situation where we can buy superstars and we, and we are spending dough on, on finished articles like Declan Rice, it's a really, really good idea to keep picking up them William Salibas. I mean, Saliba, £27 million. If you pick up a Ferguson for a similar... I mean, obviously, it'll be a market value, so you're looking probably more 40, 50, but it's what's happened in the last few years. It's, it's, it's ahead of the game, and you, you are. It is a, it's a really, really good shout, mate, and he's such a talented footballer. It's going to be interesting to see um, how much game time he gets next season and how much of a key part of, of Brighton's team. Obviously, unless Ben gets his uh, wish, <laughs> then uh, it'd be good to see how much game time he gets and how well he does, but he's got a lot, mate. He really is talented. Yeah, he, he certainly looked good at that game at, at the Emirates. Um, just quickly, just before we move on to Wazzy's one, and I'll go back to you, Ben, um, what is it about him? Like, if there was one thing that you could pick out that's like, this is what I love about him, what was what was it that stood out to you? I think he's just quite snidey. He was quite freaky. <laughs> but against us at the Emirates, the the kind of role that he had in playing, he basically was just like, uh, it's like table football. He was just up and down in this straight line, dragging our midfield all over the gaff. Yes, he's the centre forward, but it was just quite nice to see him picking fights with people. He's just running past people and giving people a bit of a jab. And I think there's that almost grit needed to kind of win these bigger games because um, I saw someone mention this in the comments is that we've now got to start beating these bigger teams. And we, I think it's important that we start integrating a bit of grit. Like, I don't want to sound like a bit like your dad, but there needs to be a bit of grit in there. And I think having someone like that would be absolutely excellent because he's physically like, like the team is getting bigger. Do you know what I mean? The height, the stature of everyone. Yeah, like we've, got a we've, got a, we've got a proper team now, haven't we? I remember um, there's so many examples of, uh, particularly during that invincible early Wenger years, where they used to talk about lining up in Highbury Tunnel and you just look up at these massive units. And we're getting to that stage, which is really, really exciting. And just uh, before I go into Woz's one in, um, guys, if you've got any questions for any of the... Uh, of the chaps, you, know, you can pop them in the chat and then I'll star it. Of course, uh, it doesn't have to be about uh, their one in, one out choices. You can be about anything that you want to ask them, really. Um, you know, uh, ask them about, ask was about his fabulous background that he's got and uh, who his decorator is. I'm sure he'll, uh, I'm sure he'll tell you. But uh, was let's let's go to your one in then. Who are you picking? All right, my main one in. I'll tell you my main one in a second. There's a young kid. I just want to bring him to light. He's, he's he come. He's he, he's from the Ivory Coast, centre-back. He was at Midland and he's moved um, this year to sport in Lisbon. Usman Diamande, Usman Diamande, his name is. I'm telling you now, this kid's 19 years old. He's absolutely astonishing. He's in the, he's in the top 
in Europe at this age is obviously it's only a small sample size for progressive passes, progressive carries. He is absolutely sensational. And at the moment, he's peanuts. And I really, really hope someone like Man United don't wake up to it. But in a few years' time, I mean, this kid, I'll tell you now, you have, you have a little watch of him, sensational. But we're stacked in that area. But my main one, and I look now through our squad, I look at William Saliba, I see him as one of the best in the world in his position. I look at people like Declan Rice, Thomas Party, I look at Saka and Martinelli. I look throughout that team and I'm thinking, do you know what? We ask, we have got superstars. We've got really, really top players in the key positions right through the sign. Even people like Gabriel Magalhães, I think he's going to go on to be, continue to improve and be one of the best defenders on the planet. And it's really exciting. So then I look and I know we've just bought Jesus and a lot of people are talking about number nines. I just think Victor Osserman is that boy, mate. I just think he is an absolutely incredible footballer. I think the goals... I mean, obviously, he scored loads in France and then he got his move. He took a couple of years to ignite and obviously he was an absolute star last season. But 24 years old, you know, 25 in December, he's at the age now where he could go on to have a, a, an impact in the Premier League like Drogba, like Omri. I just think he's a machine. I think he's got the complete level to his game. And that, for me, might be where the superstar signing will be next. I think that's where Arsenal might offload their biggest biggest fee next I think you've got you've got to replace sort of Thomas Party, but I, I do think that that up there up the top we all love Jesus and he's absolutely magnificent at what he does but I just feel that was a, a progression and I think that there could be an absolute superstar there whether whether that boat sails and someone else snaps him up this summer and it's just not achievable but he would be that piece of the puzzle because you said earlier about moving towards scoring 100 goals He's a he's an absolute monster, mate. He really is. He can do that. He can do everything. He can run channels. He can drop short. He's strong. He's quick. He can head the ball. He's just got a natural eye for goal, and he's only going to get better. And I just think it's actually sensational to see a kid of that age, twenty four, just going on to twenty five. He's got a good six, seven years ahead of him of scoring elite level goals. So it's very rare you see someone like Haaland that's so young. Um, which is an incredible testament to him. But I do think if you're going to look at the, the next in line out there, obviously barring Harry Kane for goals, you, you know, which is probably not achievable. Um, yeah, I, ju I just think he would be the guy I'd go for. That would be where I would, the position that we've, I think we can splash on and that he would be my my choice. Nice. Um, I'm going to ask you a few questions and then I'm going to give Ben a, a stab at Osserman. And if you want to talk about Diamande as well, uh, Ben, you're more than welcome to. Obviously, that's a left of field one that I'm not too familiar with. So you feel free to tap out if you don't do much and know too much about him. Um, how, how much of a success? Because Italian strikers don't tend to uh, travel too well. Do you think he could be? Do you think that's irrelevant? Um, how much do you think he would cost? Um, I guess is my question. He's, my not, question he's, he's, not, he's Nigerian. No, but it's coming from Italy. <laughs> oh, coming from Italy, yeah. Italian yeah. League. Oh, so you mean coming from the Italian league? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I think you're looking at, you know, Napoli. You know, De Laurentiis. They're they're not. They don't get made a fool out of. But what they do do is they know that a player has a price, and and if you if you come to them with that price, I think they would move. I reckon you'd probably be looking at about 120 mil in that ballpark, and I actually think that's worth it. And when I look at um, Balogun and Eddie, and I, I think that there's fees you could probably extract from that. I think you know you're, you're taking a large chunk um, out of that, and I don't, I don't think it's not achievable. And I think, as I said, every year we might be able to have the um, the superstar signing. And as that as that comment there said, I do think Chelsea might be trying to 
trying to jump the gun on him, but they're going to. Have, I'm not sure they can offload that 120 million on him this summer, and it's the same similar similar situation with Moises Caicedo, who, by the way, would have been my other pick. So I just think he's a sensational player, and I think long term yeah. he's he's the one to, to to run in that midfield. Him and part him and um, Declan Rice together would just be phenomenal. But but yeah, I, I do think it's achievable, mate, and I, I don't think you'd have any issues because of because of his style of play. I don't think the that adaption period is even even in question like you you might look at someone like Vlahovic and and, and it's a bit more clunky and but I mean I just think Osman's so free and you know I, I just think he would run right in the Premier League I just think he's built for this this kind of confrontation this kind of physicality and I think he um, he would just have great fun here so I think he will end up in the Premier League as well uh, there, there's a number of clubs that could it could be you know it could be anyone could be could be yeah. United, Chelsea, Arsenal. You know, Newcastle might stump up big fee next time. You know, there's 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 plenty of clubs. So I do think he will end up here because I think he's just built to play in play in England. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one because it feels like England is the only real natural place, isn't it? I mean, Real Madrid. All the talk is about Mbappe, and if they really have just earmarked Mbappe for next year and they're just looking for a stopgap, then they're not going to spend hundred odd million quid on 120 million quid on on Osserman. And then you look at what are the other big leagues. Well, Bayern Munich aren't going to fork out that sort of money. They'll just pilfer from within the German league. So it does feel like a uh, that type of move. And I think I'm I think this is kind of where you're getting at was I think it's a that feels like a later on in the window type thing when like there's some some of the dominoes need to fall type stuff. And if that's the case, we've done all of our business and we've started to shunt some out of the door. And so there's a bit more money in the kitty to go big. Then you never know. You never know. Ben, <laughs> your thoughts on uh, Osserman? Because it's fantasy. I don't care. I'd say buy it, mate. But if we were talking actual real life Arsenal, it gives me a little bit of like Kula Bali vibes. It's like he had a, a solid block of time where he looked unbelievable. Remember that like bicycle kick? And I was just, I wasn't, I wouldn't be sure in my mind if the amount you'd have to pay for him would be worth it. I think that's why when I sort of thought about Evan Ferguson, I sort of listed out all the strikers. And I was thinking, like, there isn't actually that many. Like, it's, it's, it, we seem to go through periods, don't we, where there's like a lot of something, a lot of something else, but it doesn't seem to be that many top class, top class strikers on the market at the moment. So, if it was fantasy, I'd be yeah, I'm, I'm game. But if it wasn't, I'd see what where we were and if someone like Evan Ferguson was available at that time, just because I think it would be more value for money. But I'm probably going to get bit in the ass for this, and it'll probably turn into like peak Ronaldo. Um, but when I see, it, I'm not 100 percent sold. Yeah, it's you know what's the thing that makes me interesting, and the only thing I'd say about Koulibaly is I think that move for him needed to happen three, four years ago because. When he joined, when he joined Chelsea, he just he looked just a bit off pace. He didn't he didn't look like the same beast that we'd seen a few years ago. And what is he like 31, 32 now, something like that? It just feels like he probably peaked. Awesome. That's not Osman, awesome, Kulubali. I'm talking about. Um, well, just before we go into the one outs, just a, if you want a rebuttal on that, because uh, obviously it's your choice. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I just think we, we we will only see. Time will tell with that, mate. But I I would I do think he is worth that money because I see, as I said earlier, I see him as the the Drogba effect, the, the Thierry Henry effect, that kind of guy that comes in and all of a sudden you go from scoring 20 goals to 33, 34 a season. And that them, them 13, 14 goals, they make the difference and they win titles. And I think that's, I know City have been winning comfortably, but you know, everyone was questioning Haaland's impact initially at the start of the season. And then look what he's gone on and done in his first full season in English football. I mean, it's just, he, he's that kind of guy. Um, so, yeah, I do I do think there's, they're few and far between. And I, I really do like Ferguson. But in my mindset now, I'm targeting the next world-class signing. And I'm not thinking about five years' time. And that's selfish of me. But I just think we're at a stage now where we're, we can compete. We really can compete. And if you... You've got a Saka and Martinelli there, and you stick someone like Osman in the middle. I mean, for the next four years, wow, incredible! And I do. And then the ironic thing is, we could, you could probably sign someone like Osman, have him for four years, and then sign Ferguson and get it. You know, it's it, that's it's the beauty of it. He's at that age, so that's the yeah. that's the only reason why, and that's the reason why I think he. Although it's, you know, we're talking astronomical money for any footballer, and that's just the market at the moment. But when you look at what we can do with sales in our squad, it, it's not unachievable. So, it, uh, although it is a fantasy signing, I do think that we are number one, an employer of choice. So I don't think he would be turning us down. Wages wouldn't be an issue. It would just be uh, agreeing that fee, you know. So it'd be interesting to see. But we can only—it's um, a pipe dream. It's you no, know, but it's exciting now, and this is why it's, this preseason is so excited. I don't remember being as excited for a preseason like this for a long, long time. Like even last season, I was sort of excited, but a little bit nervous because like. We just finished fifth and, you know, in hindsight, you look at where we were at at the end of last season where we'd finished fifth. But basically, we were just beset with injuries and you could see then we were going in the right direction, but you still had that fear. And even now, I sort of have the fear of, oh, what happens if we pick up a few injuries? But we've got such an amazing squad. It's it's brilliant. And with that amazing squad, we, of course, need to uh, put some uh, unfortunate players into the bin. And so we come to uh, the next section of the show. And I'll start with you, Was the one out. Now, show your workings here, mate, because, I, I mean, and I'm happy to, to lead the witness a little bit because we've got to make, you're allowed to make some assumptions that there are certain players like a Cedric that are going to be, or probably Pepe as well, um, are going to be are going to be moved out anyway. So this is a you can pick anyone, um, and that's why I think a few people have gone for Eddie and Ketia because they're thinking, <laughs> well, we've got Flo Balogun and we can make some money from him. So where's your where's your head at on the one out? 
I'm another one of them, unfortunately. I, yeah. You know, it's not. I, I'm. I'm of the opinion. I do. I do think we'll see possibly double figures players leave the club this summer. I, I do think there will be. I think there's a lot of work going on to get a lot of these players out of the way. And um, I just think when you look at the value of the player, I like Eddie a lot. I, I really want him to do well. But I'm, from our point of view, I think it's a good time to sell him while, while the iron's hot. And I think I think he will go on to have a fantastic career in the Premier League. I can see him sort of replicating Jermaine Defoe's impact. You know, I think he, I think if he went to a club like West Ham, although I don't want to sell him anyone anymore, but you know, I think it would just be a superb move for him. I think he'd be the main man. I think he'd get he'd get himself between fifteen and twenty goals a season. I think he's at that kind of club. I think it's a really, really shrewd signing for a lot of clubs. So obviously, there's no point in having both Balogun and Eddie. And I think there's a there's a bit of an intrigue about Balogun because we haven't actually we've seen what he's done last season. We haven't had. To, had the opportunity to experience it ourselves here. There's a there's a potential that he could absolutely explode, and there's also a lot of growth for Eddie and Ketty as well. But it's it's hard. I look at Eddie as a player, and I just think long term his level is very very good Premier League striker. But is he elite? Not for me. I look at Balogun. I think there is potential to become an elite centre forward. But also, like I was saying, if someone comes waving fifty million pound at you, the situation the squad's in, the, the signings we've already made that. You know, I wouldn't. You know, you sometimes you have to sell players to um to progress, even though you might not want to. And I look, I look at someone like Emil Smith Rowe in the same vein. If he had gone Aston Villa a couple of years ago for thirty five million, you know, at the time that might well have been a a good deal for us. And we all hope and hold out that he he has a fantastic injury free season this year and and progresses. But sometimes you have to make tough decisions. And Eddie's an Arsenal boy. You know, he come in last season, he give his all for the club, but. It's, it's very difficult. And a lot of people, they're saying, look, you've got to choose between the two, which unfortunately, I think it is becoming that way. But I think for the good of Eddie's career, I'd just like to see him go and, and, and really, really kick on in the Premier League and make a solid name for himself because I'd, I'd love to see him do that. And, and I just think Balogun would be maybe a little more marketable to the European market. I think if, if it didn't really work for him, he's not going to lose much value. Whereas I look at Eddie and I, I just don't see him being that attractive to an AC Milan or you, you just see what I mean. Um, so it's no yeah. slight on Eddie. I, I really do think he's a, a talented player. I really like him and he might well go on and make me look like a complete and utter wanker, which is more than potential. But, you know, I do, it's just, I had to make a decision. And as you said, there's no point in talking about Rob Holding, Cedric, El Nenny, them kind of players, because we're all fully aware that no matter how much we like them as humans or whatever they've done, and they're nice guys and all that, they're just not of the level. And and that's what I was saying earlier. It's exciting now about raising that level of the squad where we can look at players like Tommy Asu and and say, wow, look, like he could possibly be third choice out there. But look at the quality we got. So, yeah, unfortunately for me, mate, I don't. It's not a nice thing to suggest, and 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 I really, really do like Eddie and Kerry, and I do wish him the best. But that's just where I think you have to make that cutthroat choice and 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 sort of take the value for the player while while it, while it's there because we didn't do it with people like Ainsley, and obviously we've ended up you know losing him for nothing when it was bids from Wolves for twenty odd million and at the time we just didn't didn't act. So sometimes you just have to sort of take the risk and and see where it goes. But yeah, yeah. sorry, Ed. I think I think that's true. That's true. That's absolutely true. An interesting thing that Carl's just said um, in conversation in the chat based on what a single season in the French league lack of smash that league last season convinced me with I'm going to say I know it's a different position here Carl but I'm going to I'm going to say a player's name in the Arsenal squad at the moment who uh, played a lot of football in France William <laughs> Saliba 
He came and everyone was saying, I heard people saying, yeah, but the Premier League isn't the French League. How do you know William Saliba is going to be that fantastic? And you just with some players, you just have a feeling. And I sort of have that feeling with Balogun. Ben, I just want you to comment on Balogun and then we'll go straight on. You can go straight into your um, your one out. Um, where's your head out with Balogun? Oh, sorry, not Balogun. Um, the Eddie Balogun debate. Um, and who is your one out? I agree with what uh, was whoever we would get the most money for, basically, in my opinion, because I think Balogun is, I just think about Ainsley Maitland-Niles when we had that opportunity to sell him for sort of 20 odd or whatever the offer was, sick in my mind, um, but we didn't take it because we wanted him to do this and that. And we've got an opportunity to make a hefty amount of money off Balogun. Like it's raw profit. Like he's come through the academy and... Um, Again, something you lads said earlier is that we've just got to get used to people going, right? Like, we're clever. We just put a buyback in it. If AC Milan or insert sexy European club are willing to pay like 30 to sort of 50 mil, I think you've got to take it because I don't think anyone's going to pay that sort of money for Enketia. You might get a palace looking at him. I know they've looked in the past. Um, but in Eddie's defence, like he did it for us for a bit, right? It wasn't Jesus. He covered for a long time. Did he get the goals? No, but he covered. He did the best that he could in with the experience that he's pretty much had. So um, I agree with what you guys said on that one. Really. Okay. And who's your one out? The actual answer is Thomas, Thomas Party. <laughs> Explain. Do I need to? <laughs> yes. This is live without, on the internet. <laughs> without, causing, without causing any, uh, any uh, focus on football. It's just time. It's just time to go with up with new things. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Well, was do you want to talk on the party stuff? I, actually, I'll, I'll yeah. jump in on two things there. Um, I put this in the chat. Uh, give, given that we were talking about the Eddie, or would you? What would you rather take? Uh, would you rather? Was it? Would you take twenty-five million for Eddie or fifty million for Balogun? Was. I do, I do like that, but I would 100% take the 25 million for Eddie for the reasons I said earlier that I still think Balogun is very marketable and I still think he, he, his value will not decrease and the whole American situation and the European clubs, as, as, as Ben said about the sexy European clubs coming in, I just see that Balogun is not going to decrease in value and if he does turn out to be fantastic for us and it's great. It's fantastic for us, but if he doesn't, he's still going to be marketable. He's still going to be worth that that sort of sum of money, and you can still sell him for a hefty lump and put it towards um, my boy next next year, hopefully. <laughs> nice, nice, Ben. Just quickly, we'll move on to the uh, we'll move on to our net our final feature. Um, Twenty five million for Bal uh, for Eddie, or uh, are you going fifty for Balogun? This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. 
Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I want 50, so Woz can get his lad in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's nice. That's <laughs> nice. Right, was. Let's have it then. One to bang. Who is that one player that you think this guy's going to go supernova next season? And it can be a player who's already brilliant and is just going beyond brilliant. Look, as I, as I alluded to earlier, I think the, the the important part of our squad we we we've got two fantastic wingers that have not had the the rotation. They can't continue this way. If we want to compete in all the competitions, they need rotation. There's a young kid that I've watched since very, very, very young, way back when he was neck and neck with Jaden Sancho, and that's Reese Nelson. I think Reese, people do not realise the ability this kid has. He is absolutely sensational. He, for me, he, he should be in rotation with Martinelli on that left hand side. When you when you see this kid get confident and progress, and we've seen glimpses, we've seen him take the ball like Brighton in the cup. He's running through people left, right, and centre. He's had moments. Incredible goal against Forest. He done really well, but these are all moments. But I do think there's a level of consistency there. And once he finds that, I've not seen a guy that can spin. The best thing about him is he can spin both ways on a sixpence. He's two footed. He's so quick through the through the ground through the thirds. It's like once he starts dribbling, you just can't touch him. And he gets that confidence in the final third, and it's gonna blow. And it's gonna be very very important to us. And what it's not gonna do, it's not gonna displace Martinelli. And it's not going to displace Saka, but what it's going to do is add additional goals and assists and big moments in big games. And there's a lot of football to be played. And, and to get through these competitions, to have much better progress in the Cups, better progress in Europe, we need people like Reese Nelson. And I really do think that the Mikel Arteta spoke about him on many occasions. If you remember, he spoke about him last year saying, look, we, we, we love this player. He's seriously talented. He's back. He's ready to go. He, he's showing all the right signs. And as Reese has alluded to in an interview this year, all he wants is to stay fit, get that level of fitness up. And then the brain starts ticking with it. Once the body's fit, then the brain gets fit. And once the brain's fit with someone like Reese Nelson, I'm telling you now, there's no looking back because he had so much ability. He was way better than Jaden Sancho at the younger age. Sancho went, obviously, from Watford up to City and, um, and Reese went to the uh, Reese was at the Arsenal. And he's just, you know, he excelled through all the age groups. Even he was better than Saka at a younger age, and Saka's just gone absolutely blown early. But you just have to bear in mind you look at players like Sadio Mane, some players don't erupt till 24, 25, and Reese is getting to that age. And it's really going to be exciting to see what he can do because the new contract speaks volumes. It speaks absolute volumes that he's turned down AC Milan, he's turned down other clubs. Arteta's not going to have lied to him. We keep hearing about Arteta talking to boys and doing everything they can to convince them. I'm telling you now, Reese would have took some convincing because he had offers on the table there, sexy European clubs. He's seen what English players have done, gone abroad and enjoyed themselves. But now he's here, 
he must have discussed him. And I genuinely do think that left-hand side is where he's where he's best. He's so dangerous cutting in on his right, but he can also go fast on the outside. It's just an exciting position to be in. And I do think um, he'll be my guy. Although it might not be week in, week out, I think his improvement and his contribution to the squad, he'll be the one to bang. Yeah, a really interesting one. I think fitness has always been one of the biggest problems. He's always been injured at that moment. Like even this season, he got injured in January, I think it was, and missed the FA Cup. And he just, and the season, I think last season, like he's had times where just at that moment where there's an opportunity for him, he's been injured. I think even like last season during preseason, I think he picked up a knock because I think we were there were talk about uh, are we are we offloading him, but. Um, but we didn't offload him because he was injured. And so he stayed with the club. And But a lot of people thought, oh, well, you know, we've, that's real. You know, we've, we've lost out on a fee or whatever it was. But actually, it's not just that. It's when players miss pre-season, it basically dents a big chunk of their whole follow-up season. So even if he was going to have a brilliant season, it was really sort of dented and stunted from that perspective. Yeah. I'm going to bring think- Ben in. Go on. Right, go on, mate. No, I was just going to say, and also, I think, I think it's a bit difficult for Reese from the romantic side of things as a fan because we've been so blessed lately with with young academy products making huge appearances and huge impacts. People kind of forget that Reese is one of those. Reese was a, has been at Arsenal since a little boy; like he is Arsenal through and through. And to see that moment against Bournemouth, and it, it's just, and it sums him up that even in that moment, after all that years of being at the club and the emotion and everything that was going on, he's just the one running around going, calm down, boys. And yeah. that's his, you know, that's his mentality. He's cool, calm, collected. And once he starts getting them goals and getting that confidence and getting them assists and getting in the team and playing all regular, I just think, mate, we have got a serious football on our hands here and another one that cost us nothing. Yeah. Really, really good point. I'm going to bring Ben in a second, but um, Amanda's asked me to just uh, do a quick preview for her show on uh, Sunday, I think it is. So uh, just going to play this quickly and then Ben will uh, jump jump in on your thoughts on Nelson and your one to bang. Hi, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the show. I am back on Sunday, 7.30 with three extra special guests. See you then. Have a great evening. Bye, everyone. Hi, everyone. Hope you enjoyed oh. the show. Does it on a loop. Didn't know that. <laughs> There you go, Amanda twice there. But Ben, uh, one, two, so Reese Nelson, uh, thoughts? <laughs> He's got nowhere to hide. The boy's got nowhere to hide this year. Um, that's a big contract. That's a lot of money. Um, and I obviously really, really want him to do well because obviously he's come through. He's one of us. Like I said, he's been here forever, right? And you want that because, again, from a football point, from a connection point, it's absolutely incredible. But um, it's, he's got he's to show up now. Because, again, that's a lot of faith because part of me thinks is that just almost like a tactical contract, right? Let's secure some depth in these positions. But then part of me goes, no, well, he obviously sees something. He believes something in him. Um, so I hope that he um, almost repays the faith that Arteta and the club have kind of put into him. Because, again, we've seen glimpses. That Bournemouth moment is going to go down history as one of our greatest moments. Like, it's, it, was un- it was unreal, right? Um, and if he can go on to do more of that, that'd be absolutely fantastic. So I hope he can. Yeah. Go on then. Who's your one to bang? It's Martinelli. I think he is so close to just being unreal. Like he was amazing last year. And I think he is going to add some more goals to his tally this year because there was there was vibes that he was getting in quite a few times. He was getting close to he scored some fantastic goals last year. But I think if he can add that next level of goal, we've got a serious, serious player on our hands. Someone that a lot of the other bigger clubs are going to try and come and take off us. Like, 
we know that they'd probably take him anyway. Uh, but I think once he adds those goals and that kind of extra level of like, how old is he now? Uh, I think he's 21, is he? 21, 22? Yeah, because we're getting into that point where uh, Arson used to say that they get people get players get to a certain age and then the goals kind of come. So we're getting to that period. So I hope that it clicks for him and he absolutely kind of takes off because, um, like I said earlier, if we can add to get to that 100 goal tally, I think it's got to come from as many people as possible. And I've, I've put my money on him getting a large chunk of it. Yeah, the the excitement of the potential of those forward, those young forward line players going even further and getting even better. That's the sort of stuff that makes me think next season could be our season. I don't want to do it. I'm gonna and when when the, when it kicks off proper, I'm gonna spend most of the opening week saying, nope, I'm not believing it. I'm gonna I'm gonna get up until April. If we're top of the league in April, I'm still gonna be like, nope, I'm not gonna believe it. I was, I've been let down too many times, but um, was just to, just to wrap us up before we go on to just a couple of bits of housekeeping at the end. Um, Martinelli, thoughts on him banging next season? What a footballer! I, hands down, mate, he will go down as one of the greatest signings in the Premier League history. How'd you find a geezer from the third division in Brazil? As you go out there and just pluck him up for eight million or whatever it was, mate, the guy. He's absolutely sensational. And I I actually genuinely do believe, I think long-term in his career, he belongs through the middle. I just think he's got the, he's got the lot. And I, I think once that finishing comes, uh, I've, he's just continually progressing. And what I like most about Gabriel Martinelli, when he came to the club, obviously he had, he had a couple of couple of big injuries. And when he returned from them injuries, he, 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 didn't, he lacked confidence, he lacked physicality, he was still such a young boy. He looked really sort of within himself. And the last sort of 18 months, both him and Saka, by the way, have progressed astronomical amounts. They had obvious quality, but the levels that they've jumped are scary. And like you like you said there, mate, if, if they start jumping again, then wow. And this is what I said to said earlier. I look, I look at them in their position and I genuinely do think we've got two of the best in the world. Not We're not talking about, yeah, they're good in the We have got two of the most sought-after aggressive exciting attacking scary the scary wingers on the planet and when you add that with Declan Rice the two big center backs the keeper right through the spine Martin Erdegaard is still such a young player in his role but he's going to be huge and he's already getting the consistency in his game we're creating a super team here so it's exciting it really is exciting and and, and Martin Elliott I completely agree that he he could be one to bang in a sense that his performances will continue to improve but it's the numbers and the numbers are what are going to go, like Ben alluded to. Once they go again, that's where we're really um because they were good last season. The numbers for for both 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 wingers really good, but we can add more. They can do more, and it, it, it's almost like you're looking back at the years of Pires and Pires and Freddie on on either side contributing. And I know we're always going to go back to that team, but it, the romantic side of it, it is having two flying wingers that can contribute that are skillful that no one likes to defend against, and then you've got tactically we're so astute so there's players coming from all over the place we're just a nightmare to play against and 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 martinelli for me is is the um is the epitome of the the hard work the pressing the aggression the tenacity but along with that the pure quality and the ability to sort of be 100 mile an hour and slow down in a game situation and just think about it so yeah brilliant and he he really is um he's a star so great love it 
Love it. Right. We're just coming to the wrap up section. So I've got a couple of questions for you guys. Um, bit of a long one from Emerson Allen, Allen Cozier. So let's focus in on the end of the question, which is um, about the New York trip, um, both Rice and Timber being part of that squad. I like the end bit. So I want to ask uh, Ben, do you think Walters, uh, Enwari and, Enwari and uh, Lewis Skelly are going to go to the US? I really hope they do, because I, if I'm wrong, didn't he, he didn't take many youth away with the preseason last year and he got a lot of heat for it and people were saying, why aren't they doing this? Why aren't they doing that? But these two lads are obviously unreal. Like if you if you've not seen them or any clips or anything, like highly recommend. Like they are just absolutely outrageous. Um I hope they do so they get a feel for it and then we can see if they're at that level and decide almost like what the next move for them is. But those two look like some guys that are actually gonna actually break it into our team. So fingers crossed that they do get to go. Nice, nice. Right, question for you was uh, from Carl. Uh, what does what constitutes success and what is failure next season? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think, um, I know it sounds silly, but a similar season to this year for me would be deemed as failure in a sense that we had no progression in the, in the Cups. We, um, we were quite poor in Europe. And I, again, I allude to the fact that I do think it was down to not trusting the squad. And when we were forced to bring in the likes of Rob Holding, it all went to absolute poo-poo. Um, whereas this year, it's not going to be Robert Holding, is it? It's going to be someone like Durian Timber. And, um, and, and, the, and the depth is there in a lot of positions. So I would constitute that as, a, as, a, as a, a, an unsuccessful season. I do think we'll be up there and compete. The league will be way more, way, way tougher this season. You know, Potchin at Chelsea, no matter what, they they spent a lot of money, but they have got a very, very decent squad of players. And if he can start getting a tune out of them, they're going to be a danger. And I think the the head-to-head games are going to be a lot tougher this year. And it, it might not be as easy to gain as many points. Newcastle are going to improve. Tottenham have got the new manager in and and, and they'll still always be pony. So we won't got to worry about them. But um yeah, no, I do. I do think it's going to be a good league. Aston Villa are doing bits. You know, Pau Torres, good signing. Emery's got them singing a tune. So there's no easy game in the Premier League. So I'd love to be up there competing for the title. I'd love to be involved come March again, come April again. It'd be absolutely fantastic. But for me, now he's adding that depth to the squad. I'd like to see us progress in the Champions League, and I'd like to see us hopefully go and win a cup because ultimately, football is about winning, winning trophies. So. Uh, top top four, you know, we, we should be achieving that. I know I talk about all these other teams improving. I think we should be doing that. Um, it's fantastic how quick we've elevated ourselves to this level. I think we might be a year or two ahead of where the club maybe thought they were going to do. And that's why they're now happy to say, OK, Mikel, look, you've shown us, mate, what do you want? 
and he's gone, oh, I'll fancy some rice and, I'll, you know, I'll fancy, I'll fancy Havertz, I'll fancy Timber. And I've just gone out and gone, bosh, there you go. So it's really good to see everything's moving in the right direction. So I'll be very disappointed if we don't, especially with a depth of the squad, take the cup competitions way more seriously. Because when I play, talk about players like Reese Nelson and you look throughout the squad now, the backup in every position is more than good enough to go out there and perform in, in the Champions League group stage if, if required. But I'm not saying wholesale changes, but, you know, one or two in and out, and it shouldn't affect us as much as it was last season because losing Jesus stylistically, we completely, although Eddie worked hard, you know, it hurt us. It, it did hurt us not having that, that that replication. And that's why I do think Kai Havertz, if Jesus is not fit, will replicate his role. I think it's a it's a it's an astute signing and it stops the drop off, mate. So yeah, I, I just I think we should we should go out there, have a good crack at the cups, Champions League, and then um let's see where the Premier League takes us. But Whatever happens, I don't think we'll lose many fixtures next season. I really don't see it. I think we're a, a top, top side and we're difficult to play against and we'll drop points. And But I think we'll be very, very tough to beat, which is it's not something that we're used to saying about the Arsenal because we, for years we've been nice to watch. You know, we've done good things. We've done this, done that. But we were always a soft underbelly. We're not anymore. We're, we're a serious club. Yeah, and that's, that's an exciting prospect. And Ben, just to wrap us up for today then, success and failure for you. Just more, do you know what? Just more of the same. Like, I could talk about getting into the cups, and obviously, we have to take those more seriously because we just could, didn't do it. And now we've obviously um, got more of a solid kind of base and more of a solid squad that can actually help us achieve across all the fronts. It's incredible. But from like what you said right back at the beginning, Chris, really resonated with me. Is that a lot of through the season, I was just trying to sort of change my identity and beliefs around the team. So I'm sitting there thinking, can we do this? Are we allowed to think like this? Is is this normal? And do you know what? I just want more of that, the, the feeling that we're actually going after it. Yes, obviously, would love us to win the league. And I think it's so important for actually the growth um, for us to really cement who we are and really like build upon it, right? And start actually achieving big things. But just to be in the mix, have those memories, have those moments and just as many as possible, right? So we can, because the feeling at the games this year was just unreal. Like that feeling, that vibe as you're walking around, finding seats, getting drinks and all this stuff, it was just this lovely connection. I just want more of that and I hope that can continue and I hope that we can all um, feel it together because I think it's brilliant. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Well, listen, lads, it has been amazing getting your opinions and your one into your one outs and your one to bang next season. As always, a fantastic chat with you. Thank you very much, everyone um, who has been in the chat and uh, sharing your thoughts as well. Been lovely to have you join us. Of course, Amanda's back on Sunday, so uh, get yourself on uh, and along on Sunday, and she'll be uh, she'll be running her latest show. I will be back next Wednesday for another one of one in, one out, and one bangs. I cannot remember who the guests are but uh i'll just retweet it closer to the time so um was as always thank you very much for joining me mate lovely to see you mate top man thank you for having me on uh and uh ben always a pleasure thank you mate i appreciate you uh we will see you next time on the uh, same old arsenal podcast ciao for now see you later guys Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.